Thanks for tuning in to Beyond the Bench. This is a podcast for athletic directors, coaches, and leaders, and it's done by three athletic directors from Iowa. I'm Todd Gordon from Greene County in Jefferson, and I'll be joined by Scott Jarvis from Ankeny Centennial and Aaron Stecker from Cedar Rapids Kennedy. If you have any questions or comments you'd like to leave us, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at beyondthebenchgls at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and let's get to today's podcast. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beyond the Bench. This is Season 2, Episode 15, and uh, we are quarantined as normal uh, for the last two weeks. And nothing different for the podcast, though. I guess we are social distancing on the podcast uh, before it was really something you needed to do. It's kind of what we've done. We made social distancing cool. That sounds like a Beyond the Bench t-shirt. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Hey, that reminds me, I've got our t-shirts. Now yeah. I got I to get them to you guys. We need some we apparel. I have, to, I have to send them to you. Yeah, those poor Iowa ADs, we're going to throw those out in the crowd at the uh, the door prizes. There's going to be Beyond the Bench t-shirts thrown out. Now Triple we extra eight. larges and double extra smalls. And <laughs> <laughs> have yeah, you two ever like everything gotten... else that gets thrown out there. Have, have you two ever gotten a door prize t-shirt that actually fit you? No. No. <laughs> no. Medium or, or triple extra. <laughs> Yeah. They're usually the big sizes. Well, hey, we are, uh, we'll get started here, and we got a good show tonight. I'm not going to give it away quite yet. Of course, if people read the title, they're going to know what's going on. But uh, Scott, get us into our uh, hometown ticketing, will you? Are you an AD interested in saving time or making your job a little less stressful? Are you looking for ways to improve the fan experience at your games? Well, we suggest you take a look into Hometown Ticketing. Hometown Ticketing provides schools with everything needed to offer professional-level online ticket at absolutely no cost to your school or athletic program. Hometown integrates industry-leading industry technology directly into your existing school or athletic website. This provides your fans with the simple and easy ticket-buying experience that places direct on your website. If that need to create an account, remember a password or, or download an app. From individual game tickets to customized season pass programs, our friends at Home Countdown Ticketing can customize an entire ticketing platform for your program. And the best part is, is it doesn't cost your school or athletic program anything to get started. So visit www.hometownticketing.com to enroll, enroll your school today. That's www.hometownticketing.com. Count. All right. Thank you very much. And again, thanks to Hometown Ticketing, the official sponsor of Beyond the Bench. Well, big show tonight, guys. We're taking a risk. Oh, no, big risk. And, uh, you know, we talked about doing this, and this would just seem to be a good time to do it. We've got our wives with us tonight. Um, so they promised not to give away any secrets. No, you know that's a promises are like. <clears throat> now, we're going to learn from them tonight. So uh, I can feel the tension in the air. <laughs> feel the tension over the Zoom meeting. Right, yeah. Now, so uh, we thought we'd try it. And uh, hey, if nothing else is a train wreck, and we'll move on from there. But uh, we will publish it no matter what. Everybody loves a good train wreck. All right. So, well, the first thing we want to do is just kind of introduce our wives to everybody. And um, I'm going to go first. And so my wife, Deb, is here. And uh, Deb, say hi. Give yourself a little introduction and uh, tell us where you're from. <laughs> well, um, I grew up in Griswold, just like Todd. We were not high school sweethearts. He's, a, he's much older, a year older than me. 
So <laughs> we started dating the summer after I graduated. So the rest is history going on 37 years. I work for Trainer State Bank, which was three stops ago. <laughs> they have, uh, I've been super blessed to, that they've allowed me to just continue to work remotely. Um, I'm an assistant controller, so just do accounting and finance work from home. So uh, this whole um, this whole situation is kind of old hat for me, just kind of business as usual with working from home. Except an extra co-worker in the house now. That's true. Yeah. And, uh, and lucky he took, you. He took the good office space. <laughs> we were done with that last week. I'm curious that we have you on. How, how did this work that he gets the window views and all that stuff? Well, you know, you're thinking it's short term. So we decided I wouldn't just take all the time to move all my stuff. And it may not be that short term as we yeah. know. But Rethinking that one now, aren't you? I know, right? We could always switch. <laughs> no, we're stuck. That's the way it is. <laughs> we pass each other in the hallway from time to time, and uh, there is no office hanky panky going on. Let me tell you that. <laughs> we're good there. <laughs> uh, All right, Aaron. All right. Well, I am joined this evening by my my wife, Jeanette. Um, and uh, she's excited to be on. This is right up her alley. She's, she's uh, jazzed up, so I'll let her introduce herself. Well, hello, everybody. Um, my name is Jeanette, and I actually am originally graduated from Ackley-Leva High School. So I am an Iowa girl, but not Sea Rapids, which is where we're at now. Um, I also am married to a much older man by one mm. year. <laughs> Ten months. <laughs> Ten months. Um, uh, the story I like to tell there is uh, he got his teaching job at Ackley Geneva, uh, and most people then immediately assume that he was a teacher or coach of mine, and I was in high school, but that's not true. <laughs> he got his first teaching job there, and I came home for the summer before my senior year of college down in Central College in Pella, and that's where we met. Um, actually, the very first thing I ever said to him, because my husband's a Wartburg grad, is uh, my mom and dad are both Wartburg people as well. And he was at the high school, my mom and dad are both educators as well. And Aaron was at the high school meeting my dad who was a football coach and Aaron wanted to be a football coach. And I stopped by the high school after getting back from a softball national tournament and to say hi to my parents, hey, I'm home. And my mom drags me into my dad's classroom and there's Aaron. And he just graduated from Wartburg the day before. And I, the very first words I ever said to my future husband was, I think I'm going to get sick. Three Wartburg people in the same room. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, we still uh, hit it off. And I guess it's been 20, what did I have to do? I had to do the math real quickly, Deb, because I am not the typical girl. I don't remember the years. Aaron is it by heart, and I'm the one who has to do the math. So we're at about 24 and a third years married and now. Third. And it's third. Wow. And this, this uh, quarantine is doing all right for us, I think. We might make it through. <laughs> <laughs> One day at a time. That's all we One do. One day at a time. <laughs> all right, Scott Jarvis. You're up, all man. Right. This is my lovely wife, Jane, and I'll let her introduce herself. Um, Jane, and I actually originally from Muscatine, which is where I met my future husband. Um, I work at Remax. I sell real estate, and I also sub at school, so that's a little different, uh, being all home in the same place all the time, going from January, February, sports every day, to nothing. Everyone's home. <laughs> Super. I don't know if we're going to make it through the quarantine. <laughs> hey, wait a second. But I send him on walks a lot. <laughs> Scott, maybe it's time you go on a walk. Is that what it's yeah, that's, that's kind of the way it goes. Hey, you know what? Get out. Go for a walk. I feel like I feel like the dog and I are outside around at the same time. We kind of been the dog and I have been hanging out a lot lately. Yeah, I was thinking about that though. At least it's not December or January or February. Yeah. I can't. Getting a lot of yard work done, uh, you know, getting all that stuff. 
have you didn't have time to do so yeah yeah for sure well this will be fun I say that now at the beginning. I, I'm going to say it at the end too. I hope. Well, one way or the other, I'm going to say it's fun. It'll be fun this season. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Good point. So we're going to do what's up, but the ladies are going to do what's up, and uh, they're going to tell us what's up for them. They, everybody gets tired of hearing us what's up. Um, so let's see. Jane, you're going to go first with what's up for you right now. Really nothing. We've been doing schoolwork and which the girls love, by the way. Um, <laughs> getting outside, enjoying the sunshine and having some family time that we're not on the run. I guess that would be our what's up. Not on the run. That's not That's a bad a thing. Time. Yeah. Yeah, everybody's like, what are you doing here? You need to... <laughs> Go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like everybody's joke now is that pets are looking at you like, why are you still in my house? Yeah. Right. yeah. yeah. The cat I is super think, confused. I do think we have actually worn the dogs out. I mean, normally they are <laughs> begging for going for walks and runs, but they have looked at us the last couple of days like, are you kidding me again? Leave <laughs> all day, please leave us alone. <laughs> You're not getting any rest? <laughs> nope. <laughs> All right. Well, Deb, what's up with you? Well, I have to say, um, I've been consistently doing workouts in the morning for a while, but Todd's and my schedules did not work out in the morning. I'm not a morning person, and he'd be up earlier and then need to be gone. So this slowdown has allowed us to work out together and <laughs> and hopefully we can figure out how to make that continue when when life goes back to normal. Um, and I today I watched our our banks putting out a, a weekly kind of a weekly COVID video, you know, just kind of go over things and encourage people and all that kind of thing. And uh, a comment that was made on there was that uh, we need to be offensive, not defensive, with our health. And I mm -hmm. thought that really really fit with this group so yeah that's what we're trying to be more consistent and get healthier yeah i i saw the uh i saw the photo from the workout today todd you actually had a little bead going on your forehead in that picture this morning i splashed some water on my face <laughs> <laughs> it looked really good uh, oh we're doing this uh fit four Right? Right. Yeah. Lift, yeah. Lift four. Lift four. Yeah. I don't even know the name of it. Lift four. And I tell you, last week, I don't know what, I couldn't walk for like two days. I mean, I could walk, but it was, it was sore. And uh, <laughs> uh, I tell you, the inactivity of an AD sometimes kind of gets with you if you lose it. Yeah, that's true. All right, Jeanette. What's up in the 319? in the 319. The 319. Well, what's going on here is um, I actually am also a, a, a fourth grade teacher, so I am home from work kind of, it's not like I'm doing nothing, but I'm not really, I don't really have a job I'm supposed to do. We were instructed um, that anything we provided our students was to be learning opportunities, um, and so nothing required. So I actually had a good time. Um, videotaping myself reading our oral storybook and putting that out on YouTube for my class if they want to. It's a total opportunity if they want to watch it. Um, I've uh, I wrote letters to all of them. I actually a little postcard to all my students right before, um, well, it was after our spring break, which would have been the week one of the social distancing, no school, but it was our spring break. So I sent a card out to all the kids and I've gotten, I think I'm up to seven or eight letters back. Um, and when I get a letter back, I write them back. And I've had two kids return a letter again. So Aaron's like, I have a pen, I have a couple pen pals now, which is <laughs> I enjoy that. Um, the exercise, as you've already mentioned, just having the time to do that. And so we've had obviously more time to do that. And then I hurt my leg. I don't know if it was Friday of last week. So I'm focusing more on the yoga. Aaron and I like to do yoga together here in the house. So um, that's been fun. 
than that, I um, I like Hallmark movies. That's my that's oh, my <laughs> that's oh, my, my secret my secret thing that I like is Hallmark movies. So I haven't watched too many of them because I think I've seen them all. <laughs> <laughs> and they're on right now, aren't they? Are they playing them all right now? That, well. Yes and no. They don't play them all day, every day, but the weekends are pretty much on. Um, and then they've got different weekends that they, they run them nonstop and they've got these top 25 or whatever. I don't know. They ran all their Christmas movies again. Yeah, Here they did. Weekends, the other Christmas movie marathons. And nice. So I watch my favorites, but I didn't watch all of them because some, you know. I don't remember, but is was Caddyshack a Hallmark movie? Was that a <laughs> no, Caddyshack was not a Hallmark movie, but my family teases me about how all the Hallmark movies are the exact same, which they really are. Yeah. Watch other movies. They're like, no, it's just a Hallmark movie. Yeah. Yeah, but it has a good, a happy See? ending, so I get why you're watching them. I watch yeah. them, too. Good feeling, and it's yeah. nice. Yeah, so that calls them the B movies. Exactly. Okay, oh, hey, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, thanks for playing that. Um, we have just kind of decided not to do the what's down right now during this time because there's enough of that. We can uh, go to social media for all all of that we want, but yeah, there's a lot of good stuff happening on social media now too, and. Uh, Scott, you and Aaron, you get your video of your kids. Aaron, I saw you put one out today. Yep. Uh, oh, I'm stealing from Scott. We all copy Scott. Yeah, no. it's what we do best, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I copy you guys. <laughs> <clears throat> you know, I got in trouble. I got in trouble at school the other day from my teacher for copying you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, seriously, that was kind of I. I've really hesitated to use Twitter um, over the past several years for, on the message side of it. I'd have kids and sending messages on, via Twitter and I've just really tried to avoid that side. I don't like that, that more direct connection. I just want to keep it um, about just the, the, the general Twitter account. But I've reached out now to, uh, like to get those videos that you saw on that. Uh, today. My kids did a great job on, on that. Um, I just sent a quick message to whoever runs the Cougars 2020 uh, account and, and like my seniors and my juniors and my sophomores. I said, hey, can you reach out? I'm looking for maybe 15, 20 just quick snip thank yous. And uh, but I want to do it kind of, you know, behind the scenes rather than make this big public plea for these videos. And the kids who run those accounts for their classes did a great job. And within 36 hours, I had all those uh, to me by this morning in the middle of the day and could put them together. So did a great job. And I guess I'm learning a new trick that I can use that direct message inside of Twitter to, yeah. to communicate and interact with the kids. So, so time out. You mean your kids yeah. got you the stuff that you wanted before the coaches normally do? Mm. Oh, yes. 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 Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Am I not supposed to go there? Sorry. No, we just lost 10 that. followers. Sorry. <laughs> Remember, I'm just the wife, people who are listening. It's not <laughs> a missing observation like it. <laughs> well, that was good. I, uh, I didn't know how you got him to do that, but now you, you told us. There, that's, it's, you know, and we've been watching off a lot of stuff, not to steal it from the ladies, but, you know, it's, I think we're all doing that. We're finding new normals in different ways. We have to do things differently. And, and I'm sure we'll figure out how to incorporate that into our day-to-day -day once we get back to normal, whatever that is. Uh, I hope, I hope we do. I hope we do. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. Well, we've got three questions we're going to pose to uh, our fine guests tonight. And um, they're all going to answer the same question. And we'll just kind of rotate that around. But uh, let's see, Aaron, you've got the first question tonight. All right, ladies. Um, you're all experienced and savvy and wise wives of, of AD. So what have you guys found to be the biggest challenge of living the lifestyle of the wife of an AD? And we're going to let you uh, bat lead off here, Jeanette. What's the biggest challenge? So we haven't decided. Do I get two answers? <laughs> <laughs> of course Everybody you do. Three, one, nine, get uh, two or three answers. I yeah. think that's excellent. That excellent. Because honestly, when I was thinking about this question, I thought of it from two sides. Um, I thought of it as the wife, sounding bored, listening to my husband, but I also thought of it as the mom. 
So the wife sounding board, uh, listening to my husband, I think my biggest challenge is what we call it, the mama bear, the wife bear, um, listening to the phone calls, the emails, the, the junk that, um, how do I say it politically correct, but the stuff that comes his way from parents and or coaches who I just want to, I just want to grab them by the ears and say, are you kidding me? <laughs> the amount of time, the amount of effort, the amount of, of care and, and love that he puts into this job and this is what you're going to bring to him. So a big challenge for me is for me to keep my blood pressure down and <laughs> not get frustrated and upset. And the next time I see that parent or the next time I see that coach to not be mad at them because of, um, because of what they expected or said or whatever. Um, as a mom, my biggest challenge, um, I think, and I'll also discuss it, I think, later with one of the other questions, is um, the time away and the, the amount of time um, that our kids are grown up now. Um, but when we started this AD gig, our kids were fourth grade, going, going into fourth grade, going into first grade, going into kindergarten. Um, and so, and now they're all, well, we're on our last one, we'll be graduating um, here this spring in just a couple months. And so our kids lived pretty much elementary, middle school, high school with their dad in this gig. And just the amount of time and the amount of effort that to do his job right, that he puts into it um, and how much that takes him away from the house. Um, and I think it, it's, it's, and again, this will come in later, but it's, it takes a lot of hard work and effort, I believe, on my part to instill in them, instill in our children, this pride and this belief that what our dad is doing is, is good and it's, it's right and it's, it's good stuff. Um, and then I think they got to see it more firsthand when they were in high school because they all went through Kennedy with Aaron. And so they got to see him in action and they got to see him doing their stuff. Um, that maybe they had heard about all those years and, and kind of been around all those years. So those are kind of my two biggest challenges I, that I thought about today. All right, how about you, Jane? Uh, my, probably my biggest challenge is uh, playing devil's advocate for Scott that in the same respects, what parents and coaches, I'm like, well, try to put yourself in their position. So that, <laughs> yeah, that angers him, but I'm like, remember that's a mom, that's a dad, that's how I feel when I get angry. And so I have to remind him to remember there's a parent of, of that's their baby. But at the same time as a mom, I feel like sometimes I'm a single mom and yeah. being um, on the go and as my my kids were not fourth grade they were born into mm -hmm. them being the AD so we went to all the games and um, all you know practices sometimes too and um, but I think that helped instill in them the love of sports and we were going to go to the Big Ten tournament and not nope not this year <laughs> So disappointments, that also helps with them learning about disappointments as, as that. Um, so, yeah, I think Scott sometimes get I'm his biggest challenge, I like to say, because I'm like, okay, remember, Amen, remember this, remember <laughs> that, and look at the positive side. So I try to keep that in perspective. But I do understand where you get mad because I'm like, okay, but why were they being like that? So, yeah, that's that's what. That's what he gets at home, guys. <laughs> That's good. Uh, do, you, can, um, do you have, just, I'm asking, maybe this would be all for all three of you on, on that topic of, of playing the devil's advocate, because I know that's something the three of us probably rely on an awful lot as we bring things home and, and, and we'll share and then listen close to what you guys say. Um, how do you find the balance between telling us what we need to hear, but not crossing that line to the point where all of a sudden you tick us off and yeah, whatever, I'm sorry I asked. There's a line. <laughs> I, 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 was, I was not made aware that there was a line. So I guess that's our first problem. <laughs> yep. That would be Scott's answer. I don't have a line. I'm like, oh, but no, he's like, uh, you know, I just wanted you to listen. Well, you came to the wrong person to listen because I'm a fixer. Just listen, please listen. <laughs> Listen. 
Jamie, listen. Jamie, listen. Listen, Jamie. Jamie, listen. Yep. That's not me. Uh, I'm not a listener either, Jane. I like to help problem solve and I like to help figure it out and I like to help give suggest. So I'm not really a listener either. I'm and, and, but I'm also, I will also be very quick to tell him, dude, knock that off. They're right. You're wrong. You got to figure out how to get yourself back out of that. Nope. Aaron Stecker, <laughs> never wrong. <laughs> I've never seen him ever do anything wrong. Amen, brother. Scott, <laughs> you've never seen him do anything wrong because he has me in his ear. <laughs> That's why he's never wrong. Oh, okay. Well, now I know the secret to your success. <laughs> hey, behind behind every average man, they say, right? Yeah. Oh, great man, great man. Great. Yeah. Um, how about you? What's the biggest challenge for you living the lifestyle of the wife of an AD? Well, I think the one advantage we had was that I mean, he coached for many years, so it's you know, a lot of the same issues and whatever, but it was just one season and a break and, you know, it wasn't like constant, constant. When he, once he did become an AD, our youngest was in sixth grade, seventh grade, seventh grade. So that was a much easier stage than those with little, littles, you know. So that, that really, you know, it's really been this whole AD gig for him with our kids really was not a big, huge deal because they were all pretty self-sufficient. And, and uh, I like my time alone. I like, I loved going to everything. Um, and I still do most of the time. It's totally different <laughs> when it's not your kids, but I still like to be there and be involved as much as I want, I guess. And, uh, but the, the definite consensus is the, the wife bear part of it. That, that can be really hard. I'm not one that has very thick skin, so that would not be my job. Um, so I'm glad that he does. Um, and, but I think, you know, I've gotten better as the years have gone by, just kind of letting it go when, when things happen that really upset you about what people say or do and just again just kind of realizing yeah that's their that's their baby that's their kid they just can't see the big picture so just gotta accept that not everybody's gonna like what happens well i think as a parent too i think that they just try to take away negative situations for their kid and that comes to the the AD, take care of this problem. So, yeah. All right, now I got, I got a question for you now, ladies, and, and we'll start off with Deb since we left off with the challenge, but what has been one of the most enjoyable moments you've had as being an AD's wife? Um, I mean, the obvious answer is that we've been, well, we've been a few places, so they're just every place we've been, there have been so many great games, so many great athletes, um, so many great teams that just been a blast to watch and be around and be a part of. And um, But I think the biggest recent thing for me is the last four or five years since Todd has gotten uh, involved in the, the leadership of the Iowa High School Athletic Directors, it's just been a blast meeting you guys, your wives, I mean, we're, we're friends and, and you never would have gotten to be, gotten to know these you guys and the others if uh, he hadn't gotten involved in this organization. And uh, I mean, you guys are, you guys are true professionals, no doubt. I'll say it now. <laughs> Good night. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> Thanks for joining folks. Mike, drop. <laughs> but it's just been a blast going to the, the state convention, the national conventions, uh, the summer retreats, and just spending time with with this this organization and people that care so much about these uh, student athletes. It's been a great time. How about you, Jeanette? Um, this is almost kind of in contradictory to the biggest challenge, but that is um, watching 
watching my kids grow up in this world and feeling that sense of pride and feeling that sense of connection to what their dad does. Um, but I think for me, probably the most enjoyable times are when he comes home and he's trying to solve it, it, something that's going on in his head or he's trying to think through something and, um, and, and we talk about it. We, we problem solve through it together. We have this conversation. Um, I would even say it in our, in our marriage, we're very good communicators. But when it comes to his job, I feel like there are times I feel like I jokingly say I'm the person behind him who's telling him what to do and that he's doing it right. But, but I truly believe that when he talks to me and asks me things and we problem solve through things that he respects my opinion and he respects my thinking. And I feel like I'm actually helping him be the AD and that our family is there to support him and to be a part of him as an AD. It's not, it isn't Aaron Stecker, the Kennedy High School Athletic Director, it's Aaron Stecker and family are the Kennedy High School Athletic Director family. And it just, I feel like it's such an enjoyable thing for us to all be a part of um, and to feel a sense of investment in. Um, and I think that's what is, for me, I think most enjoyable. If people only knew how many of my ideas came from her, they'd fire me. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's actually not true. Now, I would love to say that's true because it, it would be fun for me to say that. But <laughs> I, honestly think, I honestly think he'll come home and he'll share something and I'll give a, an opposite like thinking or I'll, I'll give a little twist to it and then he'll say something that it might be more real because you know I come from a fourth grade world. I come from an elementary world. So I lots of times will bring that in and he'll be like, okay, yeah, that doesn't work at high school. And so then he'll put a spin on it. And, and so then I'll kind of say, okay, but let's think about, you know, how you can, I don't know. It, it's really a, a team effort. I think I don't, it isn't sure. Yes. It's all my idea. And that's the only reason you are who you are. And that's great. <laughs> really not it. I think it's both of us together, kind of weaving it together and, um, and really problem solving together. And that's fun for me. I enjoy those conversations. Okay, how about you, Jane? Uh, so one of my favorite things is that we've got to travel around. I've lived in many different spots that have- They keep kicking me out, so. <laughs> we, we lived in Seattle, we lived in Minnesota. I mean, I grew up in Muscatine and I lived there all my life, except for when I went to Iowa City. So I've got to experience different cultures and different places and how they do things different. Um, We've been to, as you said, seen many different great athletes, and I love buzzer beaters. He hates them, but I'm like, that's the best game. Um, I really enjoy watching sports, and my kids enjoy watching sports, and I see the things that kids learn through sports that is really fascinating from being in the classroom and then at a sporting event or at a practice and what my kids learn from their their coaches so I just see it in a different way than I did previously before you know I was introduced to this world so it, it's really have, have a different outlook on stuff so that's that's what I find enjoyable well final question here um, Jane you get a start you go from third to first so what advice would you give to a new spouse of an AD? We have a lot of, you know, we have a lot of young athletic directors, um, you know, in schools. And, you know, Scott, we all kind of live this life of uh, coaching, teaching, being the AD. We've got a lot of young ADs like that who are just starting out. And uh, so we're going to ask all three of you, and Jane, you get a, give us all the right answer first, but no, what no, advice no. would you give to that, that spouse of an AD who's just starting out right now? Um, I guess that one of the main things I would say is to uh, be patient and, and look at things through different um, perspectives. Um, as you girls have said, you know, how parents um, have negative comments. I think we tend to be, you know, judge them first and be like angry, but I think being patient and kind of thinking it through um, helps you see people different and gives you a different perspective. 
Um, I can say a lot of different other things, but I'm trying to be positive. <laughs> no holds barred. There can be other things. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think that's, that's a really major thing that, um, as an AD's wife, I think we have to be patient and, and look at things differently and give our opinions. And they might not always be what our husbands want to hear, but sometimes Rare, rarely <laughs> sometimes that they need to be told that so give your opinion even if they don't want to hear it i guess that's what i would say she's excellent at that <laughs> she's a, a plus right there well, we all need that we do and I, I think all three of us can admit there's times we've had to change our perspective and they probably change i know for me she's changed my perspective many times <clears throat> and kind of help me to calm down just by looking at that so i think that's that is key to have somebody who can speak truth into you a little bit mm -hmm. or just let you let you see that perspective because we just don't always see it i i, got, I know you guys don't believe, you could never believe this but i worry a lot and so she jane's always no. yeah i know it's weird. i don't worry at all so we're she, totally opposite it's like <laughs> yin and yang I'll come home upset about something probably stupid, really. And I'm like, I'll bend out of shape. And she's like, why are you worried about this? You need to let it go. So she's always talking me off the ledge. I tell him, let, let it go. Let God have it. And he's like, ugh. And go take a walk. Walk the dog. I'm walk God. The dog. <laughs> yes. I'm God's sitcom. <laughs> All right. Well, Deb, what advice would you give to that uh, spouse of a young AD? Well, I think, you know, you, you probably think that you know the commitment that it's going to take going in, but you're really not going to know and really understand it till you're in it. So the faster I think you can figure that out, the better off you're going to be. Um, you know, I don't know. I, I think I have to thank all of the ADs that we know. They're they're as passionate as you three are. And so just to understand, like for Todd, I mean, this is his mission field. And to just understand that and support that, um, be their biggest fan, their biggest cheerleader. Um, you know, don't be a don't be a drag on them. Being the frame of mind to be supportive and uh, a lifter upper. And uh, I guess if you have kids too that are around that, you know, they, they need to see that you support your spouse mm -hmm. and aren't somebody that's bringing them down and when they have a tough day, so. And another important thing, better love sports. That is very, very helpful. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right, Jeanette, you get to hit cleanup. I do get to hit cleanup. I've got five more things. Just kidding. <laughs> Just I would kidding. expect nothing less, actually. <laughs> um, actually, both of the ladies hit on things that I thought about. So that's, that's great because they took two of them. Um, I think, and, and something I've already talked a little bit about is, is um, Invest your time, yourself, your own time, invest your family's time. Um, it's, it's hard work. <laughs> it's, there are days, there are nights, there are weeks, you don't see them. There are, uh, or her, you don't see the AD. Um, there are days and weeks and nights that your kids are getting up in the morning after they're already gone and they're going to bed before they get home. It's hard work. But if you invest your family's time and if you invest your family, to the community and into um, what they're doing, it makes it easier. If you go to the, the football game, um, the one thing I'll always say, yes, it's a year round job. It's, it's what, 20 sports? Yeah, it's 21 sports rather than one when he was just coaching football or two when he was coaching football on track, it's 21. But he can stand next to you on, or sit next to you in the bleachers for a little while. Whereas when he was coaching, it was a wave from the sideline. Um, so when you go to the sporting event and when you go and you can see them and you can hang out with them a little bit, um, not the whole night, not the whole time, but you can actually interact with them and your kids can be um, engaged and be a part of it. Um, 
I can't even, I can't even begin to understand how someone could live in a different, this, this is such a personal thing that I'm going to get on my, my, I'm going to get on my lecture box for a moment because <laughs> I can't even, I can't even begin to imagine, first of all, as an educator living, not living in my, my school district, because if I want to vote for anything in my school district, I better live here. So that's my first thing. But then to, if I lived in a different school district than where my husband was working, um, I would be investing my time and effort with my kids in that school district and taking them to those events while my husband's over in a different one. And I can't, that to me is so unfathomable that I, I my biggest suggestion would be take your family and be all in and um, heck, we live, what, five blocks from the school. We live six blocks from my school. Our schools are a block away from each other. I mean, we just have chosen to take Cedar Rapids, while it's not very big, but we've chosen to take it and make it into a much smaller piece of pie and just commit our family to this, to this community. And, um, and it's made it easier. It doesn't make it, doesn't mean it's not hard work. Um, it doesn't mean that there's not a lot of time away, but it makes it that much easier because it's one common goal for your family. I would agree with you because we are not, we are in that boat. Newton is where me and the girls are and Scott's in Ankeny and it does make it more difficult and less time than when he was here in Newton and we would see him at the games. And so, yes, I, I totally agree with you, but that just works for our family right now with the girls. Yeah. yeah. So you make what you make it work, but it is, it is a more challenge. Yeah. You know. So I, I, I would agree with you on that. I think just kind of like we've always said, you know, in the AD world itself and with our families, it's a lifestyle. It's not a job. It's, it's a whole <laughs> lifestyle that we live. And um, man, we're just, I know our families have to be a part of that. I know the three of us are very grateful that our families have lived this lifestyle as well. And, you know, I think what I've seen, um, and you've probably seen it in your own kids too, is our kids, I think because they've grown up in this, they're so adaptable. I mean, just like we're talking about, you know, we need to be leaders right now because coaches and they, we just adapt to whatever happens. We mm -hmm. find a plan, we make a plan. I can see that in all of my kids that, mm -hmm. you know, so maybe we've modeled some good things. Like you said, Jeanette, they've grown up. They've been able to see Aaron do these things. Our kids have been able to see us live this lifestyle and just really, we might not get frustrated as much in front of them, but they've seen us kind of stay cool in tough situations. And uh, so I think they've learned a lot from it as well. You know, to go off that too, Todd, um, our kids, uh, <laughs> One, one particular story I think of off the top of my head is, you know, our kids have had to live through, and, and as your kids as, as well, but had to live through their dad being one of them when their friends are going through. And, and our kids' dad is the one who calls their friends into his office when there's a good conduct violation. And it's, it's, it's Will's dad or Nathan's dad or Raylan's dad. And um, <laughs> the middle child, William, came home one time, and he's like, man, dad, what was your deal today? And Aaron's like, what? Well, so-and-so came up to me and said, can I say the A word? <laughs> so came up to me and today and said, why is your dad such an ass? <laughs> and William said, he goes, why? What'd you do? What did you do? I mean, he basically put it back on him. He's like, what'd you do? My dad's really not an ass. If you want to uh -huh. hear was a hard ass you should meet my mom <laughs> but what did you do I mean so they've had to they've had to grow up defending but yet also appreciating the fact that you know this is what your your dad well in this case dad but it could be mom this is what your parent does and that's their job and they're gonna have to call these kids in and you're gonna have to figure out while you're walking through the hallways how to deal with that and um William was probably one of the best ones. Now he was also our kid who was most involved in athletics. athletics. Yeah. The other two were more uh, what we call North Enders, which is the um, arts and, and music and theater and drama. Um, Will had to deal with a lot of those sports kids who his, his dad was the one who had to tell them, you're sitting for whatever number of games. Your, your dad's the one who's doing that. And 
William, William became very good at saying that my dad's not doing anything. My dad's holding you accountable for your choices. Yeah. Good, my, good response. my son would always tell him the kids would come up to my son, Grant, and they'd go, man, your dad's a jerk. And he goes, well, at least you don't have to live with him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's good. Well, yeah, those are great answers. Hey, uh, Scott or Aaron, you got a follow-up question? Anything come to your mind you want to ask? Well, I know we said this all about them, but at the same time, I, I guess I'm curious. Um, you know, they've got to talk about all these things about us. Um, Scott and Todd, and I can maybe answer first if, if you want, but um, what would you guys say have been a great, maybe your, let's say best quality or favorite quality, but what is it about um, our spouses that has made this job easier for us, made this job um, something we've been, we've, we've been better at because they've been our spouse while we've got them on. Um, and so I can go first if you want to give you some think time on it. Sure. Five or six minutes if you'd like, Aaron. You just keep <laughs> You just start talking and keep going. Uh, I'm glad this isn't a video version yet. Yeah. Um, we'll redo so, this when you go video, Todd. Yeah. We'll do it, yeah. With that, if you guys are game for that question, I, um, I, yeah. she talked about the, just the bouncing ideas around and things like that. For me, um, what I, I've really appreciated about Jeanette, I think, I think of two things. I know, two things. Um, one is she is my sounding board. Um, she grew up as an athlete in high school. Her parents were coaches. Uh, she was going through high school. She was a, a college athlete. And so I've appreciated and I love the fact that she's been just open and honest with me when I brought something home. And, and just needed to muddle through it. Um, and I mean, I'm knee deep and I can't see the forest of the trees. I mean, pick the, the, uh, you know, analogy. The, the analogy you want to, you go with, she's just been somebody who I can dig through the muck with and get where I need to get to before I go back to school uh, or before I have that conversation with that kid or that parent or that coach. And I, I've really appreciated that. And the other thing I've appreciated the most um, is, uh, on those, I've, I won't say never felt judged, but um, on those 75 hour weeks when you're getting home at 6.30 on Saturday and you don't think you've seen one another a whole lot since last Sunday afternoon, um, I've always appreciated the fact that she's respected that and understood that um, and given me the, the freedom without the guilt to go do what I need to do that week for our kids in our school. And, um, She's always known that, hey, it's January or it's February, and it's going to be that way for now. March is coming, and that's quieter. This March a little too quiet. <laughs> but you know, um, she's understood the cycles and respected the cycles of the job, and I really always appreciate that about her. And her rolling that way has made this easy for me to do, easier to do. You're welcome. So thanks. Oh, sorry. You're welcome. <laughs> 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 I think for me, it's been uh, just that Jane has, you know, fortunately or unfortunately, probably fortunate for my kids, she's been kind of the primary caregiver. And uh, I don't know there'd be too many women that'd probably be married to me, honestly, because I'm not home and I am who I am. My OCD <laughs> and ADD and all my acronyms come out. And uh, so I just appreciate that she has raised our three children and they are really neat kids. Um, they're smart, which they must have got for her. They're good looking, which they must have got from her. All the good stuff. And then whatever, as you, as you ladies know, whenever there's bad stuff, it's, it's mine. Oh, yeah. that's, you're, she's, your, she's, yes. she's your daughter. That's your son, you know. Yes. So, so I have, I appreciated that. And then, too, I just time to tag off Aaron says that she's probably made me more patient I think and probably a little more understanding he has grown a lot when he makes it I'm like oh my god look what you've done you so yeah, that's and then I feel like a kindergartner I'm like if she, if she starts putting up scratch and sniff stickers we're gonna have a problem <laughs> <laughs> so that, that's what 
that's what I've appreciated. Comic uh, relief here at our house on quarantine time. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I've appreciated about Jane. So thank you. He's learned that I'm the superintendent at home. Yes. Ooh, nice. <laughs> uh, well, that's the tough part going third. Um, so I think I just really echo what, what Aaron said more than anything. Um, is that, you know, as we've kind of transitioned to just doing this, basically just the two of us, uh, kids being gone now and having grandkids, I think I have appreciated how much, just like Erin, she has just living the lifestyle with me. Um, when I first started, this true story, she used to always, why are you going two hours early to the game? Why are you going an hour and a half? early to the game and you know it, it's just you I know just wanted him to tell me what he did and then yes. so thank you so oh, thank you and finally like okay whatever just go <laughs> you know you just you got to make sure the the scoreboard works five times and you got to make sure the sound system works. you know how it is and so and, and nobody else knows how to do that only you guys know how to do that they absolutely do not Jeanette you're exactly right nobody else can set up a scores table you know you so, Larry, this was positive this is positive about Deb back about Deb yeah <laughs> And, you know, so it's just, just the support that you have. And I, I do really appreciate the times when I've been frustrated and she's been able to point me in a different direction or let me see things through a different lens, um, which sometimes, you know, I can be stubborn. We can be stubborn sometimes, at least I can, and uh, don't want to see that. And I can't see it when I'm thinking like that. So when when i can see that and again you just kind of talk through a lot of those things it's kind of helped me to stay calm i think more than anything um so it, i mean it's just just the big support uh, again it's you cannot do this alone i think jane said you know you better like sports and you better like you know you got to know he's going to be gone or and uh, just accept that so thanks deb for accepting all that you should probably thank me for coming with you every place we've gone. Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think about four moves ago, she said, next time you leave, you're going by yourself while she's still tagging along. <laughs> <laughs> yep. You know, and we've been so fortunate that Trainer State Bank has allowed her to continue to work for them remotely. Uh, so, you know, we've moved to well, three different houses now, three different districts since we left Trainer, and uh, she's still working for the same company. They're a great company, and uh, to allow her to do that um, has really been a blessing for us. And you know, we probably couldn't have done some of the things we've done if they if she, if she couldn't do that. So that's been one less thing off her plate because she doesn't like the interview for jobs. So that's. No, no, no. <laughs> Good question, Aaron. And uh, thanks to all the, uh, thanks to you three ladies in particular, for sure. Appreciate it. Well, Scott, you're going to kind of give a closing thought. You've got a little. Uh... Yeah, I was digging around, you know, the last couple of days, just looking for um, some things that would, you know, uh, characterize our AD's lives. And, and, and just this brief time that our listeners have gotten to hear our wives speak. I think when when I read these uh, ten signs of a good AD's wife, um, they will become uh, shining through with our three ladies with us this evening. And uh, our first one, drum roll, please. <laughs> they are comfortable being independent. So a good AD's <laughs> wife is comfortable being independent. So I think you can hear uh, from our three wives tonight that they are very independent, very smart. And, uh, and have to deal with a lot. So, so we have to thank them for that. Number two is they understand the enormous time commitment being an athletic director requires, which is, we all know, uh, Aaron just kind of talked about a little bit, the 75, 80 hour weeks, 
the times when we're up at night worrying about something we probably shouldn't really worry about, but we still do. Um, number three, they understand that your coaches and student athletes become an extension of your family. Um, and, and I think all of our wives understand that, whether it's, uh, you know, we've had kids while we've lived here in Newton that have knocked on the door in the middle of the night and needed food or, or you know, money for gas or, I mean, we could probably name a hundred things. So those kids really become a part of or your family. And, and unfortunately, as athletic directors, sometimes we spend more time with other people's kids than we do our own. Number four, they are flexible and they understand that things don't always go as planned. And I think we've heard that tonight uh, many times. Um, you know, I think when Jane and I first got together, I, I remember sitting down and having a conversation and just saying, hey, this is uh, going to be uh, not easy. And it's, it's uh, are you sure you want to do this? And she still said yes. So here we are. <laughs> Uh, number five was they understand the pressure and responsibility that uh, you have uh, undertaken as an athletic director, and they support you unconditionally. And I think um, you can hear from all three of us this evening that, uh, that our wives have definitely done that for us. Number six, they comfort you during the tough times, and they are the first to celebrate with you during the good times. And I think we heard uh, some of those stories tonight, too, whether it's uh, – having a bad day at work or winning the state championship or something that you tried uh, with your student athletes went well. Um, you want to celebrate those with your wife. And many times it's because you've had discussions with them about how you could do something, how you could do it better. Um, number seven, they find creative ways to embrace your extended school community to make them feel like a part of your family. And uh, I, I know Jeanette and, and Deb, and Jane have, have done that uh, numerous times. Um, number eight, they just get it. They just get it. And whatever that is, they just get it. Uh, number nine, there's someone that to make sacrifices for as well. And I know that uh, it probably doesn't seem like it all the time, ladies, but uh, so thank you. Uh, but we really think a lot of you and and know that uh, we would not be where we are at without your help. And then number 10, the most important, and this is what Jane is really, really good at. <laughs> she holds you accountable and makes you one. So those were my, my 10 signs of a good AD's wife. Scott, repeat number 10 again, because you broke out just a minute. Oh, I'm sorry. She holds you accountable and makes you want to be better. Mm, yes. Great. That's true. So uh, anyway, thank you to Jane, Jeanette, Deb. Uh, thank you for all you do for us. Um, allowing us to hang out once a week and do this, uh, get our own therapy. Yeah. Our therapy too. And uh, we'll see how the ratings spike this. We might have to do this again. <laughs> Is this an eight to 10 point bump maybe? It yeah. might be. We could be uh, into a whole nother market here. I know. <laughs> no, good stuff. Appreciate it. You, uh, you all shared some great wisdom, and um, we may pick up some new listeners once in a while. Maybe we'll pick up some spouses. Yeah. So, anyway, thank you. Um, guys, continued uh, success through the quarantine. Um, whatever that looks like. So... <laughs> We'll just keep going day by day. And uh, you ladies that are living with us right now, thanks for putting up with us working at home too. Yes. So anyway, appreciate it. Uh, thanks you all. Uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, and again, thanks to our sponsor, Hometown Ticketing. And uh, we're excited to announce, we, we've got two more sponsors coming on. Uh, Varsity Bound will be coming on as a sponsor, as will Gipper where we do a lot of our graphics, uh, they're gonna be sponsoring us as well. So we'll be hearing some ads from them in the future, but we've just signed agreements with them, with Varsity Bound and Gipper. But we thank our uh, official sponsor, Hometown Ticketing, for all of their help as well. So thanks everyone. Um, Steckers, good to see you. 
Thank you for having us. Yeah, take care over there. Jarvis is over in Newton. Take care. This is the Gordons and Jefferson signing off. Everyone, be blessed. Have a great week. Keep keeping on.